What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the North Shore Nine post game show. I am Jim. With me today is Neil. There we go. You got it. Um, and the Pirates they hang on today. They win seven to six. Neil, what's going on tonight? How you doing? <laughs> I was doing a whole lot better about thirty minutes ago. Um, but a win is a win. We, we keep stacking them up. Yeah, I was, uh, you know, typically, you know, when I when I'm doing post game shows, I, I watch the game on my sofa, like in the basement, and then like, you know, with three outs left, I, I head over here to my office, you know, kind of get everything situated, and that ninth inning lasted way longer than I would have preferred, and I think yeah. longer than than David Bednar and the Pirates would have preferred, but yeah, the Pirates uh, at the end of the day, they uh, they win seven to six. It's their second win of the series. They've taken two out of these first three games. Um, they have the chance to take the series tomorrow. My dog's playing with a ball in the background. But, yeah, let's get started. So, um, Colin Selby. Colin Selby is the, is the opener today. Mm -hmm. uh, he has looked really kind of Jekyll and Hyde in his limited uh, time in the majors so far. Yeah. Uh, at times, he looks like unhittable and then at times he looks just awful um this game started out good he struck out his first batter struck out his second batter but then he gives up a double and a single nationals mm -hmm. get on the board early he does strike out the side in the first but um but yeah i mean we, we we're down one nothing and we really haven't even gotten to quinn priester who's going to be you know a big story here coming up mm -hmm. later but um down one nothing Real quick thoughts of Colin Selby. I mean, what what did you what did you see there? I saw another reliever who has really, really, really good stuff and cannot has not yet figured out how to harness it yet. You know, like I said, the three strikeouts were great. Like he started this game really well, and but you're right, like he cannot keep it consistent to save his life. And yeah. you know, ERA in small sample sizes aren't great, but 866 ER is pretty bad. It's not great. Um, this was his fourth time um, being used in the open role. Mm -hmm. uh, two of those scoreless, two of them he's, uh, you know, given up runs. He's now given up a run, though, in four of his last five appearances. So yeah. he's going through a little bit of a rough stretch right now. Um, but again, look good at times. He had three strikeouts, right? Mm -hmm. But but the the single and the double is what ultimately uh, you know did him in in that first inning. Um, fortunately though, fortunately, mm -hmm. you know we head to the bottom half of the inning and the Pirates bats um, just immediately responded. Uh, yeah. Jackson Rutledge, who was taken one pick ahead of Quinn Priester. In the mm. 2019 draft, he's making his major league debut tonight for the Nationals, uh, and the Pirates welcomed him to the majors uh, by lighting him up for four yeah. runs in that first inning. So, 
it, that was nice to see. The offense came back, responded, and mm-hmm. they they grabbed an early lead and really kind of made uh, Quinn Priester a lot more comfortable, you know, heading into his outing. Yeah. You know, 4-1 no. after that first inning. And it, they kind of did today what I was complaining that they didn't do yesterday, which is what, like, they actually were getting hits when it mattered. Like, they, like another 11-hit day mm-hmm. today, but it wasn't just, you know, walking in sack flies, which are good, but, like, they were they were attacking the ball, and they were, they were hitting Rutledge all over the park, and so was their catcher who hit him in the – was that in the first inning? Did Rutledge get hit hit in the first inning in the head? That was uh no, that was in the um that was in the fourth. Oh my right, okay. So, so yeah, that was uh, right before the home run. Yeah, rough day for Jackson. Um, but yeah, no, like we it was a rare time where we actually looked really aggressive at the plate and we were attacking him, and it helped that Jackson Rutledge probably isn't that good of a pitcher. But it was a nice change of pace. Yeah, it, it was it was really nice. It was nice to see the bats like just kind of immediately respond to that. So G one Bay led off with a single. Brian Reynolds singles. Brian Hayes double off of the wall uh, yeah. to tie the game. Swinsky singles comes through with an RBI single. Uh, Andy pops up, but then Palacios RBI single. Piguero RBI single. Uh, they bring nine guys to the plate. Uh, and, and just all around, I mean, a really good performance against the rookie making his debut. Mm-hmm. You put him on the, you know, kind of put him on the ropes early. And uh, yeah, that, um, impressive first inning, impressive response to that, that one nothing deficit. So, um, so Pirates get all these runs in the first. Now it's time for Quinn Priester, right? Uh, we, 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 we've heard a lot about Quinn Priester since he mm-hmm. got sent back down. You know, there were, there's reports say he was, he's throwing the ball harder. He looks better. And it was like, okay, well, you know, I want to see it. I want to see it in the majors. Yeah. And, um, Neil, we kind of saw, not gonna, yeah, I'm not going to say that like, this is like a great appearance by, by Quinn Priester, but mm-hmm. you know, you look at the final line, Four innings, four hits, four runs, a walk, and four strikeouts. He gave up two homers. I think a lot of that, you know, the final line, and I said this on Twitter, like the final line is not going to look great, but there's mm. a, there were some some things to be encouraged about, you know, yeah, with Priester in this outing. He retired the first nine batters that he faced. The mm-hmm. velocity was up. And and just to kind of give, give some numbers on that, um, the sinker today averaged 95.2. It hit 97. Um, it was up two and a half miles an hour over his season average. His four seam fastball averaged 94 and a half, hit 96, up two miles per hour over his season average. So the fastball, the hard stuff was harder today. Mm-hmm. And I think you saw the difference that it means for him as a pitcher because at times today those first three innings actually the first four innings he had made one mistake in that fourth inning but yeah he looked he looked really good yeah you're right the final line does not look good but like unlike other starts where you kind of scratch your head and you wonder like where the heck do we go with this guy you can see where he was going because most of the runs and most of the damage like especially like the home runs were taking that new stuff that he's working on and leaving it hanging in the zone. And as bad as the Nationals are, they're still going to take 
you know, advantage of that. But like the fact that you can see those first three innings and then I don't think a ball left the infield until that home run. That I might think be that's right. what the broadcast said. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it is something to, you know, be intrigued by. Um, and, you know, you, you want to see him sustain it for more than three innings, obviously, but he has what, two more starts for the rest of the year. I would say at least two, maybe at three. least two. Yeah. yeah like it, that's what you want to see him build off of the stuff with the, with the velocity, with the, and his fastball was moving today. Like, I don't think he was really throwing four mm-hmm. seamers today. Right. He threw both. Um, he threw, he threw 14, four seamers and 15 okay. sinkers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he he kind of started off heavy on the four seamer. Uh, mm-hmm. And then he he kind of switched to the sinker uh, later on in the outing, but I thought both pitches looked great. Like the sinker, the sinker had some movement on it, and the sinker was actually harder than the four seamer today. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, like I'm with you. That stuff looked good. The slider, he hung a couple. He hung up. He he hung a couple of his breaking pitches, mm-hmm. and ultimately that is what cost him. You know his his final line, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but that slider. You know, five swings and misses on 11 swings. Uh, the curveball had a 22% whiff rate today. Uh, but, you know, nine whiffs, I feel like that's a lot more than what we're kind of used to seeing from him uh, in, the, in the past. Uh, he was missing bats today, and the stuff looked good. Like I said, not not the best final line at the end of the mm-hmm. day. but not, not by any means. An encouraging outing. The best that we've seen him look, I think, in the majors. Yeah. I would say I'd say that's accurate, and uh, I don't know. Like, I, I would not be upset if he just ditched the slider altogether. I feel like it's rather unnatural for him. He was a curveball guy out of college, uh, sorry, out, <clears throat> out of high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the the curve is his best pitch. I think, like, just like even just by the eye test, it's the best pitch. And um, I still think he's really struggling to learn how to throw that slider. And I know that's what the Pirates like to do. Like, they love their sliders. But, I mean, you're right. It, th- that many whiffs shows that there is improvement there. And it's kind of what he was building on in AAA. So, I I'm in, I'm in, I, I like what I saw. Uh, yeah, I'm curious to see if they they kind of stick him in this uh, bulk guy role for the rest of the season or if they give him another shot at actually starting a game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously long-term, you know, you, you kind of want Quinn Priester to be a starting pitcher for you, right? Uh, mm-hmm. You don't, you don't want to be using this opener uh, follower strategy, you know, long-term, <laughs> but um, yeah, definitely. I, I, I was encouraged. I'm excited to see him kind of finish off this year. The pirates are going to need people to, to pitch innings, you know, down the stretch here, and mm-hmm. he's going to have to be one of them. And uh yeah, yeah, if he pitches, if he, if he, if the stuff, if he can, ex, if he can, like, if he can expand on the stuff that we saw today, then I'm, I'm going to be much yeah. more on board with him kind of going into the offseason. I said, right now, you can't really, like, rely on Quinn Priester as an option yeah. for you next year. I agree. So you, you really want to see him show you something down the stretch here. Yeah, um, Connor. Like, Connor adds here. You know, not on board yet, but this is this is possibly progress. Yeah, right. Yeah, like you, you, mm-hmm. you, you can't. Like, you know, he was not great tonight. Like, you you can't hang your hat on this performance. But I would like to see him in like a Bailey Falter role. I don't think you want him trying to go three times to the order while he's still working on the stuff. Like, I don't think he's mm-hmm. at the point where he can like 
consistently located, and we saw that tonight. And yep. I would also like him in drive line in drive line immediately in the winter. Some, like, somewhere tread drive line. Uh, sorry, tread, sorry, sorry, tread. Like yeah. he needs to spend the entire winter in tread at tread um, mm-hmm. with on the Mitch Keller program. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Connor mentions they didn't, they didn't really get a hit off of the sinker. It was all off of hanging, breaking stuff. And and yeah, that's yeah. where the damage was done. The two homers that were hit off of them. One was, one was on a curveball that just didn't get buried enough. The other one was a slider that really just hung yeah. right there in the middle of the plate. So he made some mistakes yeah. uh, and he paid for it, but overall an encouraging outing. And mm-hmm. I am looking forward to more Quinn Priester uh, games, you know, here. Yeah. Yeah. At least, at the very least, like you don't have the same sense of dread. Like when I saw it was Quinn, Quinn Priester was pitching tonight, I was like, "Here we go again." <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it, it was a lot better. And I guess one last thing is like, you know, when I think Drew Millis, Milas, whatever the heck his name is, yeah. like when he hit the homer, I'm like, "Oh, this was how people feel when Josh Palacios hits home runs off their team." <laughs> like, Basically. who, who yeah. the heck is this guy? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the other thing Quinn Priester has going for him is just like every time he goes out there, he just I think he just tells the offense like, "Hey guys, get some runs for me," and they they just oblige. Like he he is a nine point zero nine ERA now. He picks up the win today. He's now three and two on the season, a winning record with a nine point zero nine ERA. He has, I mean, just to kind of dig a little bit further in here. Um, the Pirates, the Pirates have a winning record in games that Quinn Priester pitches in, and the dude has an ERA over nine. Baseball is such a stupid sport. It's the best, <laughs> but it is the best, and that's why we love it. Yep. Um, so, I mean, anything else you want to add about Priester? Again, four plus innings. He didn't get out of the sixth. He got into some trouble there. Um, but overall encouraging mm. some signs of improvement, but you definitely want to see him kind of put it all together down the stretch. Yeah, no, I agree. And, you know, again, I think the biggest thing, like what Connor said is that the fastball and the sinker was always the biggest worry. And the fact that that's getting curbed is pretty nice. It's intriguing. If you, if you will, I hate that word. I, hate <laughs> that word. I, I have to, I have to include it once every show. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Um, before we move on to the rest of the, of, of the, uh, the game there, Brian Reynolds, um, again, we mentioned him in the first inning. He came, he came, uh, came through with a single in the first inning, but in the fourth inning, he hits a two run Homer to extend the pirates lead seven to one, uh, his 21st home run of the season. He goes three for four today. Um, OPS now sitting right at 805. All right. So he's got it over 800. Um, He's just having a really good, I feel like, last two to three weeks or so. And if he can keep this up throughout the end of the year, again, like you didn't love what you saw out of Brian Reynolds kind of throughout the year. He was kind of just there. He -hmm. was doing just enough to like avoid heavy criticism. Uh, mm-hmm. But now you're seeing him play good baseball, and because of it, the Pirates are winning games. Yeah, I mean, I haven't really had an issue with right. Like, I think the first week when he came back from injury, I think it was kind of clear he wasn't fully healthy. But after that first week back, I think he's been really darn good. Like, you know, he hasn't been like the like 
star Reynolds, I think, that we kind of like want him to be. Like, but like the first two weeks of the season. But I mean, no, he's been a real, really consistent, quiet, reliable bat. Um, mm-hmm. I have no issues with how he's played over the last three months. I, like, I think it's been pretty consistent. Yeah, his um his July, I think if you look at it was was rough, like OPS in the five hundreds. Uh yeah. but nice that's nice the, that's when he was dealing with the back stuff, right? Yeah. I mean that's when he came back from that injury. So uh but yeah, good good August. He's now putting together quite a good September. Again, OPS, he's got that over eight hundred now. You want to see that kind of just keep on creeping up. Again, he was kind of doing enough to just escape by and avoid criticism, but you mm-hmm. you you need Brian Reynolds to be good. Like he can't yeah. just be an average hitter. He needs to be he needs to be a good a good player. And uh, we've seen that from him the last month or so. Yeah, um, you know, like I think I said, I think we keep saying it. The team got a whole lot better when Brian Reynolds and Brian Hayes started winning. It started hitting the baseball. Yep. <laughs> um, sometimes it's, sometimes it's really simple. <laughs> yeah, um, I think. Uh, so Reynolds didn't get a hit yesterday that snapped his hitting streak, but yeah, uh, another, another really solid game from him. Uh, key Brian Hayes. Again, we mentioned the double. He, he's just, it's nice having a Cabrian Hayes. That's like a productive major league hitter. It really is. Yep. I mean, it, it, it always feels like a little disappointing cause he's not hitting like on the same tear that he was like for the sol- a solid month. But it's also so relieving because he is the league average bat that we all wanted him to be at the beginning of the season. And he's projecting to be more than that next year. And that I think that's legitimately exciting. And there's not a whole lot of things that are legitimately exciting about this baseball team, but that's one of them. Yeah. Uh, I, I would say more than anything, that's probably the most, um, that's the most positive story we've had from this season is kind of the, the emergence of Q Brian Hayes here in the second yeah. half. Uh, you know, you, you thought, you thought going into the second half that he was like, okay, well, I mean, Q Brian Hayes, this is who he is. He's going to be, a, mm. he's going to be a well below average hitter and he's going to give you gold glove defense and you're just gonna have to live with it. It's going to be frustrating. Like he's going to end up being a solid major league player, but you know, he's just going to frustrate the hell out of you at the entire mm-hmm. time. Um, but today he, uh, yeah, kind of continues the, that, that hitting big, big double there in the first inning, uh, rest, rest of the offense. Piguero came through with an RBI single in that first as well. Lasered one into left field. He picked up another hit later in the game. He just continues to impress at the plate. Um, mm-hmm. definitely going to be streaky at times. It seems cause he doesn't get on base as much as I'd like him to, but yeah. you can't really, you can't really argue with the the type of uh, power that he gives you out of that middle infield. Yeah, the power is the big thing for me. Um, like you know, like he he strikes out right too much, and he doesn't walk nearly as much as you would want him to. But I think he's a refreshing breath of fresh air in terms of how he approaches the plate. And I think even though like his WRC plus isn't where like you want it to be, his aggressiveness gets you runs with runners in scoring mm-hmm. position more than the. the the more passive approach I think we're used to seeing from these guys, you know, like, and I think yeah. that shows, you know, like, I feel like every time he's getting a hit, someone scores. 
and maybe that's just like the placebo effect, but and what maybe it's what I want to see, but like that's what I that's what it feels like. Yeah. No, it does it does feel like he's he kind of seems to be involved a lot, you know, in 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 the game. So he um and he's been playing good defense, especially at second base. He's holding his own at shortstop, but he's definitely quite a bit better at second base. Um Yeah. I mean at the very least, like you you can you, you and you know league wrc plus for second baseman isn't great anyway so like you can live with a leo for Pigero who is batting the way he is with the plus defense that he provides like if you're looking at next year like hayes hitting cruz hitting like Pigero there at second like that's three-fourths of an infield that i think any you'd be happy rolling with going into opening day i'm i'm with you i you know, going into this year, I think one of the things you wanted to find was like, who's going to be your second baseman, mm-hmm. right? Like it started off like Castro was the guy and then Castro fell off and I was like, oh, well, maybe it's Marcano. And then it's like, oh, well, maybe it's Nick Gonzalez. Oh, maybe it's Leo over Piguero. And, and you kind of, Piguero's definitely been the most impressive out of all mm-hmm. of those guys. Uh, and like I said, the power piece is definitely the most uh, interesting part part of his game. Yeah, uh, and the fact that he's played he's played a pretty good uh, defensive second base as well. So, yeah, uh, I I'm good with like right now, kind of penciling in Piguero as that as that opening day second baseman next year. Like, give him some runtime. Yeah, I, I agree, and I would even like I, I would like to see what he has at shortstop too. Like, I would legitimately like to see like if like Cruz like you know ankle uh, ankle injury of that level is going to mean he's going to need the off days next year. They're like. Mm-hmm. Can you play shortstop? It also allows you to see if Nick Gonzalez might be someone you can actually bring in and like see over the last couple of weeks of the season. Like I would rather see Nick Gonzalez and Piguero play the middle infield every day than watch Alika Williams swing his pool noodle. Or what about Vinny Capra, who hasn't appeared in a game in like, Is he still on the roster? He's on the roster. Oh, hasn't I thought played. He- in... I thought he got. I thought he got let, sent down after uh, Triolo came back. No, he just hasn't registered a plate appearance since uh, September third. That's insane. So like, I, he, I don't know what I don't. What is he doing, doing here? here? I don't know what we're doing here. Like, all right, like, <laughs> let's get rid of Vinny Capra, call up Nick Gonzalez, and let's like play the guy. Like, yeah, I, I think that's fair. Yeah, well, hey, that's that's a whole other conversation, but. Um, yeah, sorry. Did, did not want. Did not want to. Uh, did not want to turn this into roster construction chat. Um, but yeah, Connor brings up a good point too. Like Henry Davis probably needs activated here any day now. So mm-hmm. ooh, he's got I mean, somebody's got to go. And Andrew Har is here too. And Capra and Williams go down to AAA for Gonzalez and Davis. I think I'd be pretty happy with that. Or Andrew Har or triolo I, i'm whatever mm-hmm. i'm fine with it. i mean like jared triolo i know people were like clamoring for him to come back but like let's he over three today he's slugging 293 yeah i i i'm sorry like that's not that's not gonna it's not gonna it's work not gonna that's not it. even that's not even good enough for a, a utility player who you can plug and play like when you need to mm. like you can't that is an unrosterable guy yeah, I, I guess like I would prefer him just because of his flexibility over an Alika Williams. So they're, they're basically a, the similar hitters. Yeah, and I don't, I, I don't really think Alika Williams is even good at defense. So I, don't, I at the very least, Triolo can play a solid glove. So 
Um, yeah. Uh, now I said, we'll say Aliko Williams made a mistake today. Uh, mm-hmm. He was a defensive replacement in the ninth, and we'll get to the ninth inning. Because do we want to go over the bullpen first? I think yeah, we have to let's, talk about the we'll, bullpen. We'll kind of we'll get into that, but yeah, I mean, I guess let's. So we talked about Quinn Priester, his outing. He leaves in the sixth inning. Ryan Barucki comes in. I know we kind of keep talking about Barucki, but the dude just keeps getting the job done. I don't like, get he it. Comes <laughs> in, he comes in with a guy on base with nobody outs, and he's just like ho hum. I'm going to strand this guy like I always do. He pitches an inning and a third scoreless. He actually walked somebody today, his fourth yeah. walk of the season. Um, wow. but the, the ERA is now down to 2.86. He has yet to blow a save. He's yet to pick up a loss. The guy has like no negative outcomes that has happened to him over the course of the entire year. He's, he's incredible. He's still, you know, under team control for next year. Somebody asked me, you know, do do you think we bring him back yet next year? I don't see how you have any other choice. Like, yeah, like he he has <laughs> guaranteed. Like, I will, he has basically solidified himself on the roster next year. Like you cannot not bring him back. He has been too good, and the walk the walk stats just ridiculous. Like, yeah, it's insane. <laughs> like you can, you can talk about how he gives up a couple home runs too much. I'd agree with that. But like one home run per nine is not great, but you know, he's been so solid. And like, I know war won't account for it, but we probably won at least three games because of Baraki coming in and shutting things down. I mean, he's, he's consistently been that, that first guy out of the bullpen who you call upon to get out of trouble when you need to, when you have a lead, like in the, Mm. in like the sixth or seventh inning, like he's been that guy for, for the better part of two months now. And he's succeeded in that role pretty much every single time he's been called upon. Yeah. Um, It's kind of like having an eighth inning guy in the sixth inning. It's pretty incredible to see, (laughs) but yeah, I don't, and I don't know how, like, I mean, it's kind of regrins of like Vin Mazzaro in like 2013, (laughs) Yeah, I I mean, I guess the one caveat here is like he has had sustained major league success before, you know, like Mm -hmm. his rookie year in Toronto, he came up as a starter and he was good. Like he was he had a really good year as a rookie starter in 2018. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then, you know, COVID happened. And then really once that kind of started, like 2021, 2022, he was not great. Um, But this year. Yeah, just on a whole other level, pitching, pitching, just just outstanding pitching from Ryan Barucki. Um, yeah. So yeah. he he goes, he, he finishes the sixth, he pitches the seventh. One, two. Uh, I don't, I'm sorry. He he finishes the sixth, um, gets one out in the seventh, mm-hmm. gives way to Carmen Majinski, who again very impressive since being called up. Uh, you know, I, I, I had my doubts about Majinski as a starting pitcher coming up through the minors. I always thought he mm-hmm. was going to be a reliever uh, and I thought he could be a pretty good one too, just with his, with his pitch mix. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's showing to be a pretty good um, kind of glue guy there in between mm-hmm. the middle relief and the, your back end. Uh, he did a great job just getting the lead to he- Holderman. Today. He he's done it. He's really like come up and like seized like the seventh inning role like by the mm-hmm. horns. Like 
you know, maybe you want Barucki there, but I think Barucki has done a really good job as coming in the fifth and sixth innings is like, you know, like shut shut down the shut shut the valves from like the game getting out of hand. Um and Majinski is just there. Yeah, like he has been all reliable there in the seventh inning. He wasn't great yesterday, but he's a rookie and you know, two seventeen ERA. I know reliever ERA is kind of like whatever. Mm-hmm. But you know. In 29 innings, he's striking out a guy, almost a guy per inning. His pitch to stuff looks good. Um, no, and he doesn't. His walk rates are pretty manageable, so I'm pretty happy with Majinski. Uh, like a Baraki Majinski, Holderman Bednar, four innings of bullpen is pretty darn good. The Pirates have won 10 out of the last 11 games that Carmen Majinski has appeared in. Wow, I believe it. There you go. <laughs> Ten we've and gone, one. We, we, we've come a long way from him giving up bombs to the Marlins in heartbreaking fashion. But yeah, I will say this before we, is that I have no idea how this is a real stat, but I tweeted this out earlier today. The Pirates are top 10 for bullpen F4. Like in terms of war, F4, we are a top 10 in the league. Like we're sitting comfortably at number 10. And when you think about the names that we have trotted out this year, <laughs> that's nothing short of a miracle really. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you can, I guess if you think about it, F4 love, I mean, F4 goes off of FIP, right? So, mm-hmm. um, you know, you limit, you limit the, uh, the walks and you strike people out you're going to have a good FIP. And that's, that's kind of been the MO of this bullpen. We just talked about it with, with Barucky, you know, Majinski kind of the same, same way. Like the guy, the guy throws strikes really the, the bullpen throws strikes mm-hmm. for yeah. the most part. And, and that's, you're going to have success doing that. So yeah, that's a, that's a pretty cool stat. Um, so, so Majinski finishes off the seventh Colin Holderman comes on and just looks excellent. One, yes. two, three, eighth inning, his 27th hold of the year. He threw a 99 mile an hour sinker, like right yeah. to right on the inside corner of Lane Thomas. And I was just like, that it's unhittable. It was an unhittable pitch. Holderman is locked in. Like mm-hmm. he has been locked in for a while too. And it it's really fun to see. Like it is really, really fun. Um, you know, it, it, he was always such a frustrating pitcher because you knew he always had that in him. Mm-hmm. But now he's locked in and like he's finally been like, oh, I feel comfortable going into the eighth inning with this lead with Colin Holderman. And I think back in May or June, I don't know if we really felt all that comfortable. Yeah. Well, I mean, before he, so he landed, he went to the IL following his June 14th appearance. He gave up three runs that game against the Cubs. ERA at that point got to 401. And since then, he you know it was a it was a short stint on the IL, two weeks. Comes back, comes back in July, excellent July, excellent August, and he's putting together a really good September too. So, yeah, he's uh, he's really settled into that setup role. Uh, you you feel extremely confident about your your game, really going. If you get the ball into the if you get the game into the eighth inning with a lead, you feel good. Yeah, you do, and we felt really good. We did. We felt good. And then going to the ninth inning, Pirates with a two-run lead. Um, and, and this is where things got a little squirrely, right? So um, first first pitch, first pitch, Alika Williams comes into the game as a defensive replacement. First pitch, pop-up. 
in foul yep. territory. And Alika Williams drops it. Yes. Drops it. And a um, ball that's probably not his. <laughs> yeah. So he drops the ball. Um, at bat continues. Uh, ends up being a walk. Mm-hmm. Luis Garcia singles. Then there's an infield single that's really just a really bad play by by Alfonso Rivas. Next thing you know, it's seven to six. Well, Alfonso Rivas should have gotten that first single in the first place. I think everyone, like ever, all the Pirates fans, like who like like a collective here, is like, where is Carlos Santana? Because like, if Carlos Santana is there, that ball doesn't leave the infield. Um. Yeah. But yeah, no, um, Alfonso Rivas and uh, Alika Williams, who are probably fighting for their lives for roster spots next year, not covering themselves in glory. No, I, I would be surprised if either of them have a roster spot next year. Um, mm-hmm. I could see, I could see them maybe carrying Rivas, but yeah, I could I, too. <laughs> I would, I would rather them not. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> Same. So, so, so seven to six after the infield single um, mm-hmm. to Rivas, um, then we get a uh, we get a fielder's choice. We get a walk to load yeah. the bases. So one run lead, bases loaded. C.J. Abrams up to the plate, like the one promising national in this I entire lineup. I was terrified. I was like, you got the entire bottom of the order, and now we have Lane Thomas and C.J. Abrams up with the bases yeah. loaded. I was terrified. Yeah. You walk Ildemaro Vargas to get to, uh, <laughs> to C.J. Abrams and Lane Thomas. Um, but, but Bednar, again, he, it was interesting, but Bednar buckles down, um, strikes out Abrams, really just challenged him with a fastball right down the middle and said, Hey, hit this if you can. And he couldn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, and then Lane Thomas ends it with a fly out to center that, that, that Bay tracks down. So pirates win They're yes. 68 and 78. <laughs> Anyone who was an over better on the season win total in Vegas, you're happy tonight. I mean, I knew it was free money, but I just don't bet. So that's my, that's my, that's on me. That's a personal, that's a personal issue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like I said, I mean, I, Hey, it's September 13th. There's still, still almost three weeks left in this season. You, you're feeling good. You just cashed your bet. So mm-hmm. congratulations to the pirates over betters tonight. Um, but yeah, I know, I know uh, Doug, Doug didn't Doug bet. I think Doug bet the over. And then he also put like some crazy line on uh Andy Rodriguez rookie of the year. So that's not going to happen, <laughs> but the, the over, the over is going to hit for you, Doug. So congrats. I, I'm sorry. Doug's losing those $5. He bet on Andy Rodriguez. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Does, maybe he maintains his rookie eligibility going into next year. I don't know. Um, but carry over, carry over bet. Yeah. Uh, whatever. <laughs> um, but no pirates win seven, six, 68 and 78 on the year. Um, game four of the series tomorrow. Uh, it's Mitch Keller day versus Josiah Gray, you know, two actual pitchers, you know, kind of going off against each other tomorrow. The two interesting pitchers where I can't watch because it's a 12-30 game. Yeah, day game. We will have the post-game show. It'll probably be Cody doing a solo show, perhaps. I think Maybe Connor's Connor hopping on, on too. I think, yeah, yeah, I think it's so, Cody and Connor. Yeah, so we'll uh, we'll still have coverage for you. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, other than that, anything else to add about today's game? Uh, no. Um, I just wish it was a little bit more comfortable, but – a win's a win. Hey, you gotta you gotta make things interesting sometimes. You can't just you can't just roll to a seven to one victory, Neil. It doesn't that's no fun. It's no fun. I, <laughs> Bednar was just loading the bases because he was bored. Yeah, let's say he yeah. was just trying to make it so that everybody got their money's worth. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 
All right, guys. We'll uh, we'll talk to you all tomorrow. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for your comments. Um, like I said, we'll uh, we'll hop on here tomorrow, and hopefully, we're talking about a Pirates series win. See y'all. Hey, you all. Thank you for watching. I know we try to provide the most entertaining content that we can, uh, and we'd love to spread it to as many people as possible. So uh, I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but if you could take the five seconds to like this video and subscribe to the page. It helps out so much more than you know. Thank you, and let's go Bucks.